Masechus Bava Metzia has been graciously dedicated by Michael and Mindy Ashley in loving memory of Pearl Sarah Basnosan Ashley. May the Torah studied be a merit for her neshama. Perik Shnayim Oichzin has been graciously dedicated by Rabbi Yaakov Yitzchak Friedman Esquire and family, Le'ilui Nishmas, his mother, Hena Malka Aleh HaSholem, Bas Rav Yaakov Yitzchak Halevi Zatzal, Hashem Yenkoim Domov. May the Torah studied be an everlasting schus for her neshama. The following shir has been presented by Rav David Grossman, Reish Beis Havad Linyani Mishpat, and is brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. The Gemara towards the end of the Masechta of Maseches Bavakama, on Daf Kuf Beis Aleph, brings down a machloikis between Rav Huna and Rav Yosef. The machloikis is: Is Seidan Azikin? Is it all one Masechta, Kula Chada Masechta, or is it many different Masechtas? The Rambam and his Pirushim Mishnayis in the Yakdama, Tashisha Sidri Mishnah, as well as other Rishenim, Paskin like Rav Yosef, that Nezikin is all one Masechta. It's considered Taka Kula Chodom Masechta. The Meiri, in Masechta Zavay Dezorad of Zayinam and Aleph, while explaining the same Gemara that is brought down in Bavakama, as it is brought down in Masechta Zavay Dezorad as well, and of Zayin, he explains that this is referring to the three Bavos. It's referring to Bavakama, Bavometziah, and Bavabasra, and not to the entire Seder. The three Bavos constitute and make up this expanded Masechta called by the Rishonim, by the Gemara, as Masechta's Nazikin. He proves this by quoting a very interesting Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi, he brings down, I'll quote the Meiri, the Meiri says, Utlosa bave arei hem kemasechta achas linyan ze'avo bishavikan nemakula nazikin. Even though the Gemara in Mavodazara says kula nazikin, that the whole Seydin nazikin is one masechta, atatzorach lefarshal tlosa bave. One must explain this to mean the three bavais, bavakam above metziah above basu, v'chem pirshua roiv mefarshim, v'sad ledovar, and araya matzasi v'talmud hamayriv, I found a smach for this thing in the Talmud Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi says, a tipish oimer, the tipish says, Mi yochor lilmoy des Who can learn the Torah? It's so vast, it's so large, it's so great. Nezikim shloishim prokim. Nezikim, referring to Masechtas Nezikim, shloishim prokim is 30 prokim. Kalim shloishim prokim. Masechtas Kalim is so big. Vapikeach Oimer, Hareini Lomad, Shte Alochis Hayoim, Ushte Alochis Lamochar. I will learn two Alochis today, two Alochis tomorrow. Einalai Hadover Ligmor Veini Ben Chorin Livatel. I have no right to be Mvatel Torah just because I'm overwhelmed by its enormity. Haremidashu Koyre Lutlasa Bavi Nezik and Shariesh Lutlasa Bavi Shleshim Prokim. We see, says the Meiri, that when the, when the Gemara says that Kula Chodam it's referring to the three Babas as the Yushami refers to it as Shloishim Prokim, that Mesechas Nazik and has Shloishim Prokim. The Chsam Seifer in his Psichat Babakamo offers a very nice remise to this fact. He brings the Pasuk and Tehillim, Gal Enai, Vabito Neflois Misayrasecho. Gal Enai, open my eyes and reveal to me the Neflois, the Peladike treasures that lie 
in your Torah. Gal Enai says the Chsam Sefer Gal Gimel is the three Bavois. Lam is the thirty Prakim. The Masechta we are about to begin is called Masechas Bava Metzia. The Meiri in the beginning of Bava Kama, as well as other Rishonim, explain the word Bava in Lashon Aramis is Sha'ar, is a gate. Bava Metzia, the middle gate. What's interesting is that Bava Metzia is not called the second gate. It's called the middle gate. And this needs clarification. Why is it called the middle gate and not the second gate? This implies that this Masechta is not merely the second gate of this large Masechta. But rather the gate, the gate of Bava Metzia is a gate that bridges the two outer Sha'arim, the first gate and the last gate. And this is the pass-through, so to speak, between Bavakama and Bava Basra. As Agdoma to Masechus Bava I would like to take out a few minutes to analyze what exactly this means. What it means that the three, three Bavis are really one Masechta, one subject manner. We know there's many, many Inyanim discussed in the Bavis. What makes it into one? And if it is one Masechta, why is it Taka split into three Sha'orim? What is the significance of these three gates that Bavmetsiya is the middle gate that bridges the two outer gates? To begin, I'd like to bring down a big Yisoyed we actually spoke about and quoted in the Akdoma to Mitzachas Bavakama. Mchatzkel Abramsky, in his Sefer Kovitz Ma'amorim, in his introduction to Dini Mominus, he says the following statement, Klal Godel Hubedini Atoira, there is a great rule a greater klal in the laws of the Torah, and that is Shabalamomoin who are sholet ayichidi al hoynoi v'alcheloi. The owner of the asset, the owner of possessions, the sole controller of his wealth and of his resources. Neither any law, or any judge, any any halacha cannot determine. The outcome of his possession. Ukimare chut hashani v'seich erek lovon says Reb and as the sight of a red string against a woven white backdrop, kach chukaye yisoid azeh minasechta shal iske bnei odom. So vitally important is this concept in the masechta of interpersonal dealings. Shabala ma'isa hu amoishul elyon amachlit. As Mahalach Ha'esek, Atzoyv Kol Toitzoyz Hamasiyoyz Vamishpotiyoyz. That the man of the act, the person, the owner of the item, is the Moishel, is the monarch, who decides the terms of the deal, and decides what happens to, to his every possession until the very end of all active and judicial conclusions. I believe that this is the main subject matter of this comprehensive Masechta referred to by the Gemara and the Rishonim as Masechas Nazikim, which is Taka split up into three Sha'orim, into three gates. The Masechta goes through everything there is to know about ownership. As we explained in the Psichim Bavakama, that the extent and the significance of ownership is clearly illustrated and portrayed through the halachas of mazik, we know Babakama starts out with Hilchas mazik, 
it doesn't really make sense. It's questionable. Why Hilchas Mazik? We explained in the Psicha, in the introduction, that the mere fact that a person is fully responsible for the actions of his possessions, that shows us that a person's belongings to him, his assets, his possessions, are mamish a part of his metzias. The Swarm Akdashim say, they add that it's a piece of his neshama. That a person who's goizel shall approve from his friends. It's as if he has taken a piece of him, a piece of his neshama, as we find by Yaakov Avinu. After the Masechta deals with this message, this Masechta, Masechta Zizikin, goes on to show us how and to what extent a person actually controls his assets. As Rebchatzko, we quoted before, He's the controller. The Torah doesn't tell us exactly what to do with our moments. It's a code to explain to us exactly how things get done. But a person has full control over his assets. It's, this is made clear to us through the dinam and the prati dinam of how a person can transfer the ownership of articles in his possession. And I believe that this is where it tells the three bubbles, the three gates, the three different shaorim, and I will explain. We know that in every kinyan, every valid method of acquisition, it, every kinyan is made up of two components and involves two parties. There's the makna and the koina the assigner and the assignee, your typical Kenyan accomplishes two things. Number one, it releases the hold of the ownership of the original owner. And number two, in addition, it also puts that item and transfers the item from that ownership. It also puts it into the ownership of the new of the new owner. When you want to be marketing something to somebody, two things have to take place. First, it has to leave the original owner's possession. It has to go into the possession of the new owner. Typically, these two reactions are done simultaneously with one Misa Kinyan. One action. It effectuates two separate reactions. It leaves the original owner and it goes into the possession of the new owner. With this in mind, we possibly can understand the fact that the whole Baba Kama, Baba Matsiyam, Baba Basra is all one Mesechta. And it's split into three Sha'arim, to three different Bavois. The first Sha'ar, Baba Kama, after it finishes dealing with the Halachas of Mazik, which illustrates ownership, as we explain, it then opens up the first gate of ownership, the first gate of transferring ownership from one person to the other. The end of Baba Kama illustrates one side of this twofold act that we refer to as Kinyan. And this is the side of the Koina, the person acquiring. This side of the Kinyan is shown and illustrated to us through a very interesting Kinyan, which is called Kinyan Gneva. As we have just finished learning, when a Ganef, a thief, steals a Chayfetz from his friend, after a shinoi occurs, a significant transformation, something happens to the item, it breaks in a certain way, it becomes a new item. That item right now belongs to the thief, based on his kinyan of kinyan geneva. He went and he acquired this item, this chayfetz, 
And after Shinui, or some hold even after Yush, the item transfers ownership. And this happens even though the previous owner never agreed and never had any Misa Kinyan or any Das Kinyan. The entire Kinyan is done mitzad the koina, mitzad the new owner, mitzad the person acquiring. This Kinyan is uncharacteristic in that it's totally accomplished through the actions of and the Das of this, of the new owner, the koina, without any Das of any makna, no one gave over this, this item. This item was totally possessed and acquired through the Misa and the actions of the koina himself. This represents Bavakama, the first shar. A very similar but exact opposite reaction is discussed at length at the end of the third shar, the end of Bavabasra. Towards the end of this large Masechta called Masechas Kinyonim, the Gemara discusses a very similar but exactly the opposite occurrence. The Gemara ex- explains the Indian of Yerusha. The Indian of Yerusha is exactly the opposite. When an owner of any property dies, his assets automatically pass down and pass over to his Yarshim, to his heirs. And this kidney happens automatically and it goes into the ownership of the new owner of the Yarshim, the children of the deceased, or the relatives of the deceased, and it happens without any das or any agreement of the koina. It happens virtually against his will. The Torah places the assets of the deceased into the possession of the Yershim without any Maisa Kinyan, without any das Kinyan, without any action on their part. This is the other half of the Kinyan. A Kinyan that that's done without a Maisa Kinyan of the Koine. It's an automatic Kinyan. It's pushed, so to speak, into their possession. The middle Shar is the bridge between the Bavakama and the Bavabasra. And we might want to call it the gate, the gate of transition, the Shar Emtsoi. In this gate, this Shar is where Chazal teach us about Kinyan, a Kinyan that leaves the owner the makna, and through the proper kinyan, and through the proper method of acquisition, it gets passed into the ownership and into the possession of the koina, the new owner. That is the representation of Maseches Bava Metziah, the middle shah, the bridge between the two bavos. With this in mind, we can easily understand why is it that Maseches Bava Metziah starts off with the inyonim and the halochos of finding a lost article of a Metziah. The first parak deals with Shneimechs and Metalis, two people fighting over a find, over something that was found on the street, a Talis. And it moves on to explaining how to be koina a Metziah, a Kinyin Chatzar. If a person sees it and asks a Shliach to pick up the Metziah, if a person found a lost Shtar, a lost contract, a loan document, what he should do with it. The second parak, Elu Metzius, discusses what type of Metzius must be picked up and returned, what the finder is allowed to keep, etc. I believe the Masechta starts with this subject matter because through the transfer of a Metzius, through, if we carefully analyze how a Metzius 
transfers from the original owner and goes to the finder, we can properly and deliberately visualize the transition of an item. We can get a deeper understanding as to how an article, how somebody's possessions can take a transfer from one hand to the next, from one owner to the next. And the reason is as follows. There's a very interesting and fascinating halacha that is discussed by the Mepharshim when it, in reference to Hilchas Metziah. And the yeshivish terminology to explain this phenomenon is Ad da Until the article goes to the finder, to the new bailim. We know that every item has an owner. Either it's owned by a buyer, by a seller, depending on what point of the Misa Kinyan we're, we're talking about. There is such a concept called Hefker. And an individual can render his assets hefker. He can take an asset and say, I don't want this asset anymore. I don't want this, this item. And I would, I render it hefker and now it remains ownerless. A similar concept we find by Aveda. There's a concept of Yush, which we discussed at length in Bavakam at the end. Benigeya, Gzela. When somebody steals something, Yush has many halachos and very many classifications as to exactly where and how the use of a stolen item has effect. Similarly, we find by Aveda, by a lost object, if a person loses an object, then he's miyayish. He gives up any hope of getting it back. If after that, another individual picks it up, he may keep it. And he's coined it, it becomes his. It goes over from the original owner, and now it belongs to the finder. What state is this item in before it's picked up by the finder? One might think it has a regular din of hefker. If when the finder picks it up, it automatically becomes his, that seems to say that that lying there on the floor after Yush, that's very similar to hefker. Says the Nesivus HaMishpat in Simen Reish Samach Beis, that this is not true. It has not yet left the possession of the owner. And... Yet, if somebody were to pick it up, when he picks it up, he is coined and it becomes his. The nafkamina between hefker and yush is that if somebody's mafker something, if somebody says, I raise a hefker and renders it ownerless, and then he, he decides that he really wants it, he would like to repossess the item, he himself, the original owner, must make a valid Maisa Kinyan and to acquire it again. Anybody else in the world can also acquire it, but he... If he would like it back, he must acquire it. However, if somebody's merely miyayish, if somebody loses an article and he loses any hope of seeing it back, although if somebody were to pick it up, they would be the new the new owners, he still owns this item until it's picked up. It does not transfer ownership. It does not even leave the ownership of the original Bailim until the person picks it up. It's in the middle of the road. It's in the middle gather. His use has not yet released his ownership. However, it has set the stage up, so to speak, for a finder to come and acquire it and to pick it up and be it. This, I believe, is the perfect place to start Baba Metziah, the middle shah, the gate of transition. With this din of Ad because it clearly shows us and illustrates to us firsthand 
in slow motion, so to speak, how an item transfers over from one owner to the other, from the previous owner, from the original owner, and the second stage is where the new owner makes the Maisekinyan and acquires it. As a matter of fact, this Yisoyed of Ada Asilu comes to life in the very first words of the Masechta. The Masechta starts off, This one says, I found the talus, and the other one says, I found it. This one says, it's entirely mine, and the other one says, it's entirely mine. And the Mishnah discusses the halacha, you have to make a shvua, etc. Asks the Gemara, why do we have to say, Let it say it together. And ask the Gemara even stronger. Why do you have to say Kulashali? If I say Animitsasiya, I automatically know that it's Kulashali. If you found it, you get it. Says the Gemara, it's coming to tell you a very special aloha. That if it just said Animitsasiya, we would think, what does it mean Animitsasiya? It means I saw it first, but I didn't pick it up. That's why the Mishnah has to say Animitsasiya Vikulashali, because if you don't pick it up, by looking at the Aveda, by finding it first, that does not make it yours. Asks Toysus on the bottom of the Yomad. Why is it true that seeing it, finding it itself, is not enough? The Gemara, at the end of Abayas Aliyah, at the end of this Masech, brings a Machloikis, and a, a, a Shita that holds Habata Behefka Kani. If you see something, and you look at it, an item that's Hefka, that itself is a Kenyan. You don't have to pick up an item of Hefker according to some Shittas. The Beis Ephraim and Simon Untes in Choshen Mishbat, as well as the Beis Halevi in Chuvis and Chelag Gimel, Simon Memhei, Ois Vov, both say the same tarots and Taisis Kasha. There's a very integral difference between Hefker and Metziah. You brought, the Taisis brought a Gemara and the Kuf Yud Ches that references and discusses Hefker. And by Hefka there's a Tzad, there's a Mandi Omar, there's a Shita that says that looking at Hefka is enough to acquire it. However, Zokta Beis Afroim and Beis Alevi, by Metziah it's not like that. By Naveda, since we just said this concept of Ad Das Lushuzeicha, it has not yet left the ownership of the original owner. They're lying on the floor, although it looks like it's ownerless, and it looks like it's Hefka, but Yush is not Hefka. Yush is the first step in the transition between the item from the original owner to the new owner. But it does not become Hefker. It's not a three-step process. It's not like the, uh, the Metziah goes from the original owner, then it's in a status of Hefker, ownerless, and, na- and then he picks it up. No. They're lying on the floor. It still belongs 100% to the original owner. And therefore, Habata in by a Metziah would not work. Merely looking at a Metziah wouldn't work, although by Hefker it would work. A Metziah is different. A Metziah must be actually picked up, and we must make a Maisa Kinyan. I think through this concept of Adi Yashuzoich, if we analyze it properly, we can visualize and understand much better the entire Bava Metziah, the middle gate, the gate of transition, where we see how an item can transfer over from one owner to, to another. And if we keep our eyes open, we'll be able to gain insight into, the, into these Kinyan and throughout the Masechta. And through the learning and the analyzing of the practical Allah applications of the Gemara, Mirtashem, we will be Zaikha to bring the Gemara alive. To quote unquote be, be kind of the Torah that we learnt. 
And this will in turn enable us to remember the sugis that we learned, as Dovra Melech assures us, and assures the Rabbi Nishloilam, La'oilam lo'eshkach pikudecha. I will never forget your Torah, Rabbi Nishloilam. Why? Kibamchi Yisani. Because through them, through your sacred words, I live. Through the Torah, the Torah becomes alive. When we live the Torah and we bring the lessons of our learning to our homes, to our offices and to our social interactions, we are guaranteed never to forget what we have learned. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. To reach the Center for Halacha Consultation, Service, Educational Seminars or Media, please call 1-888-485-VAAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Base Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org or you can email us at office at thehalachacenter.org.